Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to the NFL. What's up, y'all? Jonathan Rollins. Star. Two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. Mm-hmm. Um, this week, this is the predictions for week six, right? Yep. Jeez. We're here. Week six, baby. Week six. We, uh, we kind of know the teams a little bit. There's, everything's taking shape. Um, and we're going to make our predictions on who's going to win. For the week, we're gonna do flip and pick them. But before that, we got to talk about the controversy of the week uh, that we touched on a little bit last episode that we would speak about it. So we could just kick it right off and talk about this uh, John Gruden situation. He's no longer the coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Still hard to say that. <laughs> He's still no longer yeah. coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, he <clears throat> resigned officially, but there was so much heat and pressure coming from every angle that uh, I guess the easiest thing to do would be to resign and let the team figure out what they're going to do next. Yeah. Um, so the easy version of this story is, is basically what you just said. John Gruden resigns on the heels of several emails expressing racist, sexist, homophobic, yeah. uh, Misogynistic. You know, oh, you said sexist. Misogynist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah misogynist. Uh, there were <clears> – the first one was on a Friday was the release of these emails where he was referring to the head of the, the Players Association as having these giant, you know, Michelin tire lips. Maurice you know. Smith. Right. And I, mm. you know what? I looked <laughs> – I looked up – Yeah. I looked up a picture of Maurice Smith. Yep. To see if he had big lips. Yeah, because I think it's if he didn't have big lips, then I would think it's more racist. Than, because when I saw it, I didn't see racial slur. I didn't see like right. racial epithet. I didn't see anything like that. I saw racial trope. Right. And for me, that feels like a stretch whenever I see something like that. Because that, mm. you know, saying somebody, uh, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a tough situation. But Maurice Smith does happen to have bigger lips. So then it right. could it could be him commenting on that, but then everybody knows the big lip thing is always associated with black people. But he said right. rubber Michelin tire lips, and he says that I don't know if you ever heard that before that uh, somebody who is always lying is a uh, rubber lips. Yeah, I never heard that before. Mm. So I thought maybe it was something he made up just to make up for the ten year old email that came out. But uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Well, I, it's, it felt like a stretch to call it racist. I'll say that. And that's kind of how it felt. I remember when this first broke out on Friday, uh, I first read it on Saturday morning, and you and I were texting each other yeah. uh, as I was on my way to the airport to fly to London uh, for the game. And look, 
for me, my first impression was, okay, really? Is this like we're going to drag out some guy's somewhat racist email from 10 years ago when he wasn't even in the league? Right. That too. I get it. I, am I surprised that John Gruden might be a racist? Not really. Right. Um, but that's the, that, it I mean? goes for any <clears throat> man, white man of that age. You would sure. probably think that they – you wouldn't be surprised. Or just like if you find out somebody uh, – any male uh, of of that age, he's like what early sixties, late fifties, something like that. Any right. male uh, did something sexist or harassed somebody, you're like, well, you know, that's not to excuse yeah. it, but that's it, part of the culture. Sure, and and also, I think I had said to you that, you know, for me, I think you judge, I judge these things kind of on a spectrum, you know. Yeah. Especially when you grow up in a place like the South, like there's a difference between somebody who's like just overtly like hates black people uh, and someone who is just, you know, kind of too ignorant to realize that some of their views make people think that you're mildly racist. You know what I mean? Um, or are hate, or you, hateful views or are based in <clears throat> hate. Like some people don't know that the views they have are based in hate. Exactly. And they think that they don't have a racist bone in their body. <laughs> Which was, uh, which is what, what Gruden, that was his sort of apology. His, it was sort of a weak apology. He got a lot of criticism for the apology, but at the end of his press conference, you didn't get any, any indication that he was going to be forced to resign or, or that he was going to get fired. Everything was going to move forward. He, you know, continued to be the coach. He coached on Sunday. They lost to the Bears. And then, uh, more emails come out. They were like, we're not done yet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, where he, you know, called Roger Goodell. A f- um, he expressed, you know, some frustration about women being allowed to be referees. Um, he he complained about Michael Sam, who was, you know, the first openly gay player to be drafted in yeah, the NFL. That, that's what made um, me raise my eyebrows right there. Yeah, and the other thing too. that made me kind of change my opinion about all of this, too, was that, okay, so all of these emails were at a time when John Gruden was working for ESPN. He wasn't coaching, right. and I, re- I read an article where where this person had gone back and, and kind of sort of compared what we – what we learned about John Gruden through these emails versus the way he was expressing himself on air at ESPN, you know, saying like, while he's say while he's complaining about female refs in emails on air, he's saying, Oh, this is great for the game. Mm. You know, so things like, like you that. don't want something great for the game. Like, yeah. It, it, so things like that. So here's the thing. I don't want, I'm not here to defend John Gruden. Right. Uh, I think the NFL is actually better off without him. I, I the think he's sort of one of those. The team is definitely better off. The team will be better off without him. Yeah. I think he's a dinosaur of a coach from a bygone era. Yep. Um, his, his, cute, his cute and funny kind of chucky, grouchy old man uh, kind of thing has now sort of shifted into like, okay, well, this guy obviously is a bit of an asshole. Um but here's the thing that I'm trying to figure out, right? So the the important part of this, which I think will will, this story is going to keep growing, it's going to evolve. There's more to it. This is not over because these emails 
for those of you who haven't read about this, are coming to us by way of this year-long investigation into the Washington football team. Exactly. Okay? And this is the same investigation that the NFL decided not to produce a written report about Mm. so that we, the public and journalists and whatnot, would not know all of the specifics of how bad and how toxic uh, and how disgusting the workplace environment was. You know, this was a situation where, where, you know, what I think was probably the worst of this was when they, Washington football team took their cheerleaders for a photo shoot to an island in the Caribbean, took away their passports so that they couldn't leave, photographed and videotaped them in the nude without their consent, forced them to go on dates with their like wealthy corporate skybox owners. Like as escorts um, almost. Yeah. And, and then, passed around this video to the Dan Snyder's rich buddies. Um, disgusting, man. Yeah. And so anyway, the point I'm trying to make here is that this investigation, which needs to be kept under wraps, the NFL has, has treated it uh, in, in an extremely non-transparent way and, and has, has basically said none of this, we can't write a written report because because we can't protect protect the confidentiality we can't we can never let this stuff out but we're just going to tell you what happened we're going to slap dan snyder on the wrist with a 10 million dollar fine and we're going to let him put his wife in charge of the team now which is effectively bullshit mm-hmm. uh, but for some reason in a trove of over six hundred thousand emails related to the washington football investigation emails about john gruden drip out of the pipe Somehow. Um, Now, like I said, I'm not a huge fan of John Gruden, um, but I just don't understand how with everything that we learned about the Washington football team and Dan Snyder, you know, how is this the, the most like relevant thing to fall out of this investigation? And it sort of reeks of a hit job as well. Agreed. Um, and I think it could probably backfire. Um, it's taken a full day of this to sink in, but now uh, you are starting to hear people ask questions about this, the same questions that I'm raising now. Um, why is it in the most this extremely sensitive, secretive investigation, why is it that, that we're just learning about John Gruden's 10-year-old racist, sexist, homophobic emails? Um, what's going on here? What, how does Dan Snyder manage to survive the scandal? And and, and we're not all being John Gruden, the person who and, orchestrated and, and, this whole thing. And then, yeah, 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 and we're being told that John Gruden is somehow the boogeyman of the Washington football story. And uh, and not to mention the part that yeah. he wasn't connected to the NFL at the time, but exactly. Dan Snyder was, and in fact, one of the thirty-two most powerful people associated with the NFL. Mm-hmm. So, like, where's the real punishment for that? Where's that resignation? This is why I think that this story is not over. Um, also, what we learned this morning was that not only did they find these racist, homophobic, um, sexist emails from John Gruden, they also realized that John Gruden was one of probably many people who received naked photographs of the Washington football team cheerleaders 
Hey, um, what's the what's the likelihood of Robert Kraft being one of the recipients? I would say a hundred percent. One hundred ten percent. So the uh, so the resignation might be was there pro- probably their attempt to get this shit over with. Yeah, this is getting a little insane, actually. And I see this. It, it almost kind of feels like the, the Hillary Clinton email thing. <laughs> you know what I mean, it's like this. This could get as insane as that. Yeah, but I the NFL that, um, is not handing that shit over. No, they've proven um, that they will destroy evidence in a heartbeat. That's true. <clears throat> that's true. Um, but this is this is a weird. This is a very strange scandal. And I'm I'm really curious to see where this is going. Uh, look, to summarize the whole thing, I'm glad John Gruden is gone. Yeah. Uh, I'm, you know, the Raiders, like you said, will be a better, will be in the future, will be better off without him. I had said at the beginning of the year that I know that he's got this crazy 10 year guaranteed contract, but I personally think that John Gruden should have been on the hot seat, not just based on his performance as a coach. I, I think he should have qualified for being on the hot seat list. Um, because you know, for three years in a row, this guy falls off a cliff, and he's just not—he's not the genius football mind that that he thinks he is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also really interested to see how he's going to react to this. Is he going to feel like he has a chance to sort of restore his character? Because now he's basically looking at a situation where he's never going to coach in the NFL again. You can't get no a network, broadcast job. No network's ever going to hire him. He's going right? to have to be like a Fox News pundit. <laughs> It's funny. That's exactly what my wife said, too. They're going to invite him to be one of the five. He's going to be on, like, what's the one called that's even more uh, right wing? Uh, Newsmax. Yeah. He's going to be on Newsmax between uh, Trump teddy bear commercials. Has Trump, I wonder if Trump has said anything about him yet. He's an outstanding guy. He's a great dude. He's a great man. I got the pictures. It wasn't even anyway. They're not even that beautiful. This is uh this is not over. Nah. Uh and, and I hate to be like, you know, putting on the tinfoil hat, but I, I really feel like there's something fucked up going on here. I agree, man. I, I and I hadn't even looked at it the way you're saying it. Um, but I feel like the hit job part makes sense. He did talk directly about Roger Goodell, he called him a uh, uh, epithet that's u- that's used towards homosexuals, and he also called him a, a epithet that is, or I guess like a a slang about a woman's genitalia. You know what I'm saying? Like these things said about the commissioner, and then them coming for you out of all of the people that it seems like a hit job, but a sloppy one. I agree. It's like maybe you don't poke this bear if you're them, but they're taking a risk, and it, it feels like they feel untouchable as always, and they're kind of untouchable. They got this product that everybody wants a piece of, and um, I don't know, man. It's weird because Disney owns ABC and ESPN mm. and all mm. of this stuff, but they mm. they always coveting after this product that mm-hmm. is kind of against what they're supposed to stand for. Hey, and and on top of that, seemingly unrelated to this, uh, you also had last week the FBI raided the Washington football team headquarters Damn. 
because one of their doctors uh, is apparently being investigated for distributing illegal drugs to football players. So, wow, there's that too. They're going to have an addiction uh, thing going on, dude. I'm telling you, like, there is a really big blow up story that's that's just sitting there. I just don't know. It, it I, I, it's always a bit of a. I, I'm with you. You should never underestimate the league's ability to keep things a secret. Like they're always, but you know, sometimes things blow up in their face. I mean, when it took a while, but the concussion thing finally blew up in their face. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's some. This... There's some investigative journalists digging deep right now that is probably scared for their life as well. <laughs> you know somebody I mean? who's yeah, and somebody who obviously realizes that they can make a like a career. Uh, a career for themselves blowing this thing wide open right. blood's in the water yeah, and the man. journalists are circling circling so we'll see and it could I, be I, doing I, good it could it would be good to know i agree all of this stuff these uh shady billionaires do yeah uh, like i don't know if i mentioned to you before but i heard on uh, this american life um which we both listened to uh, but mm-hmm. there was one about this woman who was like the different rules that they live by, billionaires. And this woman mm. was going to uh, on some uh, business meeting. She was like in a she was like a fixer for billionaires, and she was working for this one guy. And then she realized on the way to the airport that she forgot her passport. And she was like, "Ah, oh, I'm so sorry. I think I'm going to get fired." You know. So she tells the guy, "Listen, man, I I got to get my pa- I can't go with you guys. I got to get my passport." He's, like, "Oh, don't worry about it." <laughs> and they fly internationally on this jet, never get checked for passport. They just went into this other country. I think it was Russia that they went to. And she, <laughs> could, she couldn't name the billionaire. Wow. She, she was just like, they went there. Was he, they went to was the, he Russian? I don't, she, couldn't, she wouldn't say anything about it. Okay. But they went to this other country, had the meeting, came back, went back, got on the jet, and flew back stateside. And she was like, the passport was just a minor thing for them because they were like... He had to have been. It is hard to get into Russia as as an American. I think he was an American billionaire that she was working for, if I recall mm. correctly. But she if was you got like, the right connections, you can yeah. do anything in Russia. And she was saying like they live by different rules. She was terrified yeah. that she would lose her job, and then she told him and was like, "No, you're good. Let's just go. Mm. We don't have time to go back." Mm. <laughs> wow. Just one example. Well, and it's good to know when these motherfuckers uh, can get their feet I, held I, to the fire a bit. All I can say is stay tuned. I think this story will, I think it has legs. Yeah. Um, we'll see where it's headed. Yeah, we'll keep you posted on Sven FL. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to flip them and pick them. It's your... Uh, yeah, let's do it. It's your your coin flip. Here we go. American quarter. It's going to be and heads, man. It's going to be heads. Tails. Ah, tails. <laughs> tails, it is. Yeah, nice. It's always tails, don't you know? That? It feels like that. Um, Until I see hmm. it. Hmm, 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 hmm. All right, I'm gonna take it. First game up, Buccaneers are gonna beat the living dog shit out of the Philadelphia Eagles. All right. What a what a what a bold stand. I know. That's a bold That's my luck of the week. 
right, that's the Thursday night game. All right, then the early Sunday game is uh, my Dolphins are playing against the Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll finally yeah, get baby. another victory. It'll be to a second full game, and he'll get a second full victory this season. Let's go. I'm excited. Uh, um, I think there's going to be some blonde, snaggletooth woman in a bar that gets rubbed up on yep. by <laughs> Urban Meyer after this loss. When he sends the team back, and he's like, I'm just going to stay here. <laughs> oh, you know what's funny? I forgot. when we um, When we were there... We went to. They have a big NFL shop at the at the base of the stadium where you can go in, and they got all. I mean, it's just like kid in the candy store. Um, and uh, we were checking out, and we started talking to the woman who was who was checking us out, and and we were asking her who who her team was, and she said she was a Jaguars fan. Uh, and I said, "So, how do you feel about your coach?" And she's like, "What? I don't know. What happened?" I was like, "Go home tonight and Google." Jacksonville Jaguars coach, and uh, yeah, you ruined you ruined somebody's weekend. You should have given her your email so she can. <laughs> she was like, "You're a wanker. You're a wanker yeah. for making me find this out." Yeah, exactly. I was like, "Yes, you are welcome." <laughs> That's so evil. Yeah, <clears throat> it's funny. Uh, Rivalry game. See here. Speaking of which, we got another ass whooping as the Green Bay Packers are going to murder the Chicago Bears. Yeah. Uh, the Bears. I mean, whatever. This defense. I, the Packers have not really had a massive game yet. So I mean, this. They have the best wide receiver in the NFL. They do, but I'm just saying, if Aaron Rodgers is 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 not, you know, immune to Khalil Mack. Coming yeah, in on him that's true. like that, but we'll see. Uh, I got the Packers. You got the Bears. The Bears. Chicago. I'm gonna. Oh go boy. With, uh, I think this game. I think Dan Campbell's. He's not gonna cry after this one. I got the. Uh, no, just kidding. The the Bengals are gonna beat the Lions. <laughs> Bengals are coming out uh, firing this year, man. And the Lions just can't put it together. What does he do next? Like you've cried already five games in. What's mm. next? Like he's got to up, he's got to up the ante a little bit. Is he gonna fight somebody? Is Dan Campbell gonna punch a reporter this week? <laughs> oh God! Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Where does he go from crying? Yeah, where do you go from crying? Like uh, you have to go into a uh, one of these. But they are who we thought they were. Like one of those, we let him off the hook. <laughs> 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 It's time now. With five losses, he could playoffs. Don't talk about yeah. playoffs. You kidding me? He's got to go there. I don't know, man. It's... <laughs> yeah, zero and five. I think they're going to be zero and six. I agree. Uh, next up, we got the Houston Texans versus the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, the Texans gave the Patriots a run for their money last week. The Colts blew a nineteen-point lead last week. Yeah. Uh, I don't see how the Colts lose this game. Uh, uh, me neither. Colts. Colts for the win. All right, the Rams in a get-right game. I don't think I've seen 1% before. <laughs> 99% think the Rams are going to beat the Ooh, even the Falcons haven't had that yet. No, uh, Dolphins either, man. So I got to go with Yikes. the Rams. I got to go with the Rams on this, man. 
Yeah, because I assume, um, I assume Mike Glennon will be under center for the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be uh, uh, meet Aaron Donald. oh goodness all right kansas city chiefs this feels like a get right game too they gotta win this game if they lose oh my god what if washington's defense finally shows up and kansas city loses this game or what if kansas city's defense shows up (laughs) at all and uh, heineke throws them the ball a few times I'm predicting a DeAndre Baker pick six in this game. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Minnesota Vikings are playing the Carolina Panthers. I yep. think the Vikings are going to win this. I think you might be right, actually. We've been kind of we've been kind of too high on the Vikings all season, though. But I, I, I'm going to go with my gut and say the Vikings are winners. I just don't. I'm not. I'm not buying into this Panthers team at the moment. Exactly. I feel like Sam Darnold is showing me that he is who we thought he was, kind of. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh. Oh, Jesus. Honestly, I'm just happy that this game is happening. Chargers versus Ravens. I have no idea. We talked about this last episode, and this could settle it. I mean. Because I said they were. You're, you're thinking the Chargers are the truth, and you can see them in the Super Bowl and all of that shit. And I just think that the, maybe I'm a fan of old school football, but that's what Baltimore brings. And Lamar's a better quarterback. Harbaugh's a better coach. I don't know. That's what makes me say that. But I sh- it's not my pick. It's up to you. Baltimore might have a better defense, too, though. Might? <laughs> mm, God, this one... This is a tough one. Yeah, 61% say the Chargers. I feel like this is going to be the – I usually wake up on Sunday and there's at least one or two games on this pigskin pick'em where I change my mind mm-hmm. a few times before the game actually starts. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to change my mind about this one a couple the of times. The flip-flop game of the week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm going Chargers. All right. Got me a victory. I'm going with another upset this one. Mm. You're going to call me crazy, but I think the Cleveland Browns are going to beat the Arizona Cardinals. I do not think that that's crazy. Um, I'm wondering if the Cardinals – I mean, the Cardinals have – there's no way the Cardinals go undefeated. They have to lose at some point. Yeah. Uh, I don't um, think they're as bad as the Steelers last year with their bloated mm-hmm. record, but I think it's time for them to start heading back down to earth. Mm. I think they lost one of their key players as well for for next week. Oh, really? Uh, who's that running back? That's Edwards? Edmonds? Edmonds? Chase Edmonds out? I think they put him on the COVID list. Oh, shit. Oh, he might be back if he's vaccinated. Maybe. I saw it this morning. Okay. But All I right, think you're going way, Browns. I, I think either way, Browns win, yeah. And I got to make some swings to try to get back to the top of this, this uh, pick them. Okay, next up. Whew, I don't know what to think. 
Oh, I know what to think. About Raiders versus Broncos. <laughs> I feel like the Broncos are starting to underwhelm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the it's Raiders... underwhelm versus unravel. <laughs> exactly. That's a great way to put it. Underwhelmed versus totally unraveling. Normally, in Jonathan's view... Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. A team wins after a coach resigns. Nope, nope. That's not what I said. What did you say? I said the team wins after a coach is fired. <laughs> oh, okay, right. That's true. <laughs> team wins after the coach is fired. So, so that theory does not hold under resignation. I don't think it holds under resignation. Um, mm-hmm. And they played under him last week because because the, the firing is like a. That's when you get like. Everybody's like, man, this team is sucks. Hmm. They're not going in the right direction. So then the coach leaves and the team has to prove we're still good. But this resignation is a different thing. That there's the whole it's like hmm. it's not like we'll play better now that he's not here, which is what the firing does. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I, some I, I if somebody you. fires the coach, then the team is like, well, it wasn't us. <clears throat> But the resignation is like, what the fuck is happening? Mm. There was no talks in the, you know what I mean? Like if Dan Campbell gets fired, you've been hearing about it for a few weeks or something like that. And it's like, when is he gone type of thing? This is, mm. this is different. So I have no, you know what? I don't know. I don't have seen that many resignations like that. Mid-season. I'm still going, I'm still going with the Raiders I th- yeah. to win this game. I get that. I think they're going to lose, but yeah. I think it's very possible that they could lose, but I'm also kind of betting on them uh, pulling this together. I, I think they have a, on paper they have a better football team. They have more weapons. They have a better mm, quarterback. Yeah, um, yeah that makes sense. But I, it, we'll see. This is my last week of of believing in the Raiders who's if they at, lose. Who's at home? Broncos. Home field advantage doesn't matter anymore, though. Was it? Well, they've already proved they've they've proven it means absolutely nothing right now. Even the betting's they used to give you an automatic three points for being mm-hmm. at home. Even Vegas doesn't do that anymore. Starting this year? Yep. Okay. They've added it up. It's like it means nothing right now. Okay. It's kind of All interesting. Right. Yeah, very interesting. Next game is the Dallas Cowboys, New England Patriots. The Patriots can't keep up. Sorry. I actually kind of like the Patriots this year, the way they're playing. And it, it just shows uh, Belichick. I don't know. I think they're a well-oiled machine over all these years, but they sometimes they just don't have the talent. And this is one of those I, cases. I, I don't. I just don't think they have the right – they don't have enough pieces right. to compete with with the likes of a team like Dallas, you know. It just yeah. doesn't, doesn't work. Um, next up, Seahawks, Steelers. I mean, Gino. Under, normal <laughs> under normal circumstances, I would pick the Seahawks in this game, but I, I just don't know if I can do it. Cocaine is a hell of a uh, drug. I know. <clears throat> <laughs> I mean, I think, first of all, the Seahawks' defense has been dreadful. Najee Harris got cooking last week. Mm. I can only imagine he's going to be cooking in this game as well. Uh, and if he is, then that means the Big Ben doesn't even really have to do that much. Yeah, he could just strap um, that backpack on and go on to the victory. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't see the Seahawks winning without Russell Wilson. 
And it pains me to say that the Buffalo Bills are the best team in AFC and they're going to beat the shit out of the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, Titans, another shitty defense. Yeah. I can't see how the AFC does not win the Super Bowl this year. It feels like the top three teams in the league are AFC. Well, you know, the... I mean, you still got the Bucks and the Rams out here lighting dudes up. So Yeah, that's true. Cowboys, too? Cowboys, ain't, they ain't ready for that. What if they are? <laughs> <laughs> what if they are, Mr. Hard Knocks? <laughs> oh, no. Maybe... maybe. <laughs> Maybe next year or the year after. <laughs> what if they are? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got teams on a bye week. We got uh, who's on the bye? Uh, Falcons, Jets. Oh, yeah, I didn't see the Jets. Um, so it should be what? Let's uh, see. Falcons, at least Jets. Two, it's either two or four teams. It's four. Uh, Falcons, Jets. Oh, oh, here it is. Falcons, Jets, 49ers, and oh, Saints. Okay. Falcons, Jets, 49ers, and Saints are all on a bye week this week. Sucks to get a bye. I feel bad for those teams, man. It sucks to get a bye week so early in the season, especially an 18-week uh, season to only get one mm. week off. Yeah. I always, always felt like that happened to the Dolphins, early bye weeks, mm. and I always felt like, man – it's the conspiracy, man. Put the tinfoil hat on. Like, it's bullshit. So. Yeah. I mean, I can say for the Falcons, it is nice to get a bye week after her traveling to London. But, uh, oh, yeah, but I agree. Yours will be, be next week, too. I think the numbers show that it's better to have a later bye week than yeah. to have an earlier one, for sure. Especially with um, injuries. People start coming back and all that stuff and extra week mm-hmm. to rest. and Week eight, nine, something like that, it's nice. Mm. But whatever. They should give. They should be given two bye weeks. But true. They, maybe one day. It just sucks as a fan, though. But red zone's out there, so you still get some football. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm I'm happy to go into this Sunday with no Falcons game to worry about. I'm yeah. gonna, I wouldn't mind that I, twice I, a year. You do it in college. I got my. <clears throat> I got my Sunday all planned out. I'm gonna I'm gonna wake up. I'm gonna have breakfast, and I'm gonna start making beef stew. Uh, I'm gonna have that shit cooking on the stove all, all day long. We're gonna get up, and on the way up, we're gonna bite a kneecap off. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, we're gonna have some kneecaps in that stew. Uh, kneecaps and tears. Uh, we're gonna- <laughs> I'm gonna wash it down with some of my own tears after a loss. <laughs> Uh, and then, gonna, I'm gonna kick back. <laughs> then you're going to kick back and you're going to uh, distractulate all over the, the couch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Once the eight screens come up, distractulation, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. But I'm excited. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick back in the afternoon and watch that Dolphins-Jags game, see if I can spot you on the TV. Yeah, man. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be good. Good day of football. We um, – my Sunday is gonna be me watching the Dolphins kick the Jaguars' ass in London with my brother-in-law. It's mm. gonna be a nice time. Uh, hopefully, I can get a gig on Saturday night so I could do some comedy as well. 
We'll mm. see. I might be going to uh, perform. If I could do that, that'd be just cap off a great weekend. I always love performing in London. What are you, are you gonna try to slip into like an open mic night or something, or or uh, like an open... a, I go to a club? Hopefully, a, yeah. a, a pay club instead of open mic. <laughs> uh huh. Okay. But uh, we'll see. Cool. We'll see. There's a. Uh, I got some comedian friends out there, and somebody's nice. trying to get me on. But um, I could do an open mic too. But it's not. A, it won't be as fun for my brother-in-law to go to an open mic. Right. So we'll see if nice. I can squeeze into a nice, uh, a fun club, get cool. my jokes off, talk, talk shit about my kids. Yeah. People laugh. Nice. Yeah, man. I'll be documenting everything and posting it. Uh, for those of you that aren't, you should follow us uh, in our, join our group, the SpinFL Pod group on <clears throat> Facebook. And uh, mm. you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash SpinFL. Those of you that want some gambling tips. Uh, or you want to know what to do the opposite of to make money, then you could just uh, see our thing. Sorry about last week, y'all. Um, I got too drunk <laughs> for the first time. I got too drunk to do my job, and I recorded a podcast. What? For, with all really? Of that was the first time you got too drunk to do your job? <laughs> yeah. I have a hard time believing that. Yeah, I, I believe so. <laughs> Normally, I at least get it done. But, the first time in your entire life you got too drunk to do something that you needed to do. Nah. No. <laughs> probably, probably not. <laughs> but uh, uh, I, I, my brother and I made a, a great bet, and we, we I'll just say that we made a lot of money. And unfortunately, no, but, no we didn't. But, <laughs> but we made a bet, and we got, um, I got too drunk to, uh, I, I forgot to do something, and then I went home and realized I didn't have the actual file, so... Sorry, I didn't get to put that up on Patreon, and uh, we'll make up for it this week because I won't. I stopped drinking, man. I'm done. Right until Saturday. <laughs> until tonight, yeah. this this gig tonight, tonight, when I get to loom. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, and for those of you that like uh, comedy and live in Yun Shopping, I'll be there next week. I'll be all over actually the next few weeks. I'm trying to get my my material together to uh, film a thing and i got a new spot for my comedy club the laugh house so come to restaurant hawk uh right mm-hmm. at central station and laugh with your boy man we got shows every week in swedish and english and it's always a good time so the laughhouse.se if you want to see what's going on there bashdaddyentertainment.com if you want to see all my gigs all right nice thank you all so much man uh we'll be back with the uh, thursday night bet we're gonna drop that as well so uh, stay tuned for that. It's been uh, Jonathan Rollins. Skiff me, Sarah. And we'll catch y'all next time. Peace. Later, y'all.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.